I would like to turn your attention to the book of Revelations, chapter 21. Revelations, chapter 21. Thankful for the revelation of who Jesus is today. Revelations chapter 21, we'll begin reading at verse number 22, till the end of the chapter in verse 27. John's writing this book of Revelations, and he says, And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb, He's God Almighty and the Lamb, are the temple of it and the city had no seat had no need of the sun neither of the moon to shine in it for the glory of God did lighten it and the lamb is the light thereof wow the lamb is the light thereof and the nations of them which are saved, I want to be part of that group, shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor unto or into it. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth. Neither whatsoever worketh abomination. No sin in heaven. Better get that taken care of now. Nothing that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. And I want to title this message this morning, The Lamb's Book of Life. God, would you help me right now? Would you help us in this house? Jesus, we need you to speak to our hearts. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want to be saved. I've got to have my name in the Lamb's book of life. And I pray this morning that something, hallelujah, happens in heaven. For we need a new name written down in glory today. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory and praise. Somebody shout amen. Amen. You may be seated today. I was asking myself a question in my mind this week. If God tarries, I do believe we're living in the last days. Perilous times are already here. And ask myself the question, if God tarries, will I be remembered three or four generations from now? Had somebody this week referred to my father who passed 
away seven years ago already. Can't believe it's already been seven years. Seems like I was just having a conversation with him. Someone was asking about him, talking about him. And I remember my father. But I'm just one generation removed. Some of you were able to meet him and knew him. And he was an integral part in the early stages of this local assembly. But unfortunately, my grandsons will not have the privilege of meeting him this side of glory. And I started thinking back about my grandparents. And I remember my grandparents and fortunate to know my grandparents. And, and I love them. And they were, they were good people. And I only got to know one of my great-grandparents because they passed uh, early on, I think before I was born. I do vaguely remember my great-grandmother, Ada Mullings, living in Lamont. I remember at four or five years of age playing on, over in the grass on the side of the house. And I remember she always had a jar or a little... She had this little glass dish on the little table and there were candies in it. I remember that. I remember food. Everything is related to food, okay? Just. But she passed when I was about five years old, I think. So I don't have a great memory. But just a few generations after her, no one remembers. No one talks about Ada Mullings anymore. No one talks about the John Mullings, her husband, anymore. No one talks about... Ray Owen, maybe Emma Owen, well we do, I know some would talk about them, but people don't talk about the former generations, and so I was asking myself, will children, people, if God tarries two, three, or four generations down the road, Will they even remember Michael Mullings? And honestly, it was a little sobering thought. I look over at Hudson at three and a half. Hi, buddy. You heard me say his name. Jackson at one. They know me now, but God tarries. God forbid anything would happen to them or I. But I want them to know me and to be able to remember Pappy. I want them to remember me. I want to be able to impart to them love and truth and a love of God and revelation and understanding. But I know that my name will probably never be in a history book. I have a lot of books. This is one of them. I've, I taught this book, Western Civilization. This is a teacher's edition, one I used a number of years ago when I was teaching for the university. And, and there's a lot of names in this book. A lot of famous people in this book, from Julius Caesar and Charlemagne and Thomas Aquinas and St. Augustine and Michelangelo and Martin Luther and his thesis and that he nailed to the door, and even people like John Locke and Voltaire, or George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, 
Albert Einstein, Napoleon, Martin Luther King Jr., many famous people, the Wright brothers, Charles Lindbergh, JFK, Thurgood Marshall, Ronald Reagan, many names that are in this book from the last several thousand years of Western civilization and history. The Bible also gives us names. We have the faith chapter. You find people in the Bible. Abraham, Isaac, Joseph, Moses, Joshua and Caleb, Gideon, David, Samson. Let's balance it out a little bit. Deborah, Miriam, Rahab, Naomi, Ruth, Esther, Hannah. Many great names that are recorded in the Word of God. But I understand that my name may never be in a history book. My name may not be in the Bible. But as long as my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I said as long as my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That is the only thing that matters. Antonio Porras once said. One lives in the hope of becoming a memory. We live with a hope that we will be remembered. Everyone wants to be remembered. You may lie to yourself and say you don't, but everyone wants to be remembered. and Preferably, we want to be remembered for something good and for being good people. Amen. I, I want to be remembered, but I want it to be for good things. A lot of people are chasing fame in this world. And I already quoted it, Mark 8, 36. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? I don't care about worldly fame or riches, but I do care about getting my name in the Lamb's book of life. I want my family, I want my kids, I want my grandkids to, to remember me, but I want God to remember me. And I do believe that everyone under the sound of my voice this morning wants to be remembered and I have a word for somebody this morning. Jesus has never forgotten you. I said, Jesus has not forgotten you. Jesus said in Luke 19 and 10, I came to seek and to save that which was lost. Even when we were lost, he remembered us. Psalms 136, 23. He who remembered us in our low estate for his mercy endureth forever. Even when we were in sin, God remembered us. And in our text, the Lamb's book of life is also called the scroll of life. One interpretation or translation calls, it says the Lamb's book of life could be translated the scroll of life or the book of remembrance. And it contains the names of people in line to receive the gift 
of everlasting life. I understand we already have the gift of the Holy Ghost, but there, 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 for those that have their names in the Lamb's book of life, amen, we, we have a ticket, if you will. We have a reservation for glory. Malachi 3.16. This is the Old Testament, but the writer said, Then they that feared or reverenced the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name, and they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels, I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to be spared because my name is in the Lamb's book of life. My name has been written in the Lamb's book of remembrance. I am thankful that God knows my name. I'm thankful that my name has been written down so that I too can receive an eternal reward in heaven. Praise God. Revelations 20 and 12. He said, I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And then he said, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. I don't know what kind of works you have in this life, but I want to tell you the only works that really matter are the things you do to get your name written down in the Lamb's book of life. I want to have a good reputation in this life. There's there's Bible verses for that. I want to have a good name. I want to be remembered for good things. I, I want my children, I want my grandsons to, to remember me and, and that I love them more than life itself and that, that I love God more than life itself. And I, I want to be remembered, but I've got to have my name in the Lamb's book of life for God to remember me. Second Timothy 2.19 It says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. God knows those that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. God knows his children. He knows us by name. And he has a good roll book. He has a good book that has your name. Those that belong to him, your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. If the blood has been applied. John 10, 14, he said, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and am known of mine. God remembers those in his book. But the greatest tragedy is not to be forgotten by man. The greatest tragedy, I've come to this pulpit this morning to tell somebody in this house, I don't know who you are, but God knows who he's reaching for this morning. The greatest tragedy is not to be forgotten by man, but the greatest tragedy is to be forgotten by God. In Exodus 32, 33, at the beginning, the Lord said to Moses, 
Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. God help anyone whose name was written in the Lamb's book of life. Only to, to succumb to being a backslider. Only to succumb to sin. Only to succumb to defiling the temple of God themselves, their soul. Because God said, whoever sins against him, he will blot out of his book. The greatest tragedy is not to be forgotten by man. There's many in heaven today that have been forgotten by humanity, but their name is in the Lamb's book of life. They are walking on streets of gold this morning. They have not been forgotten by a loving Savior who still loves them and reigns with them in glory. Revelations 3 and 5, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Amen. I don't ever want my name to be blotted out of the book of life, but I want my name to be written, and I want it to stay written in the Lamb's book of life. Because somebody give him praise this morning. I'll tell you this morning, God keeps really good books. He keeps really good records. <laughs> Jesus keeps his receipts also. Revelations chapter 5, I'm going to read a little bit and I'll, I'll preach while we go through it. Revelations chapter 5, verse number 1. John said, I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book. That word book is... Greek word there is biblion. We get the word Bible, but this is biblion. It's a, it's a scroll or a bill. It is a, you ready? This, you got to get this. You don't get this, and it may not make, make much more sense, but I'm telling you, it, it is a book of receipts. He said there's one that sits on the throne, and he's got a book. He's got a bill of sale. That's a receipt. What he was saying was he's got a receipt for everyone whose name is in the Lamb's book of life. There's a receipt that says their sins were paid in full. Thank God for the blood. I'm thankful for Calvary. I'm thankful for the blood that Jesus paid. When I was baptized... In Jesus' name, I was buried with him in baptism, rising in newness of life, resurrected. And there was a new name written down in glory, and it was mine, and it's a receipt. And it was written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book? And to loose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy. No one was worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto him, Weep not, weep not, weep not. Stop crying. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book 
and to loose the seven seals. It's a deep meaning there. It's, it's talking about complete judgment. To be completely judged. The seven is completeness, the fullness of it. When my name was written in the Lamb's book of life, it's because the blood had fully washed and completely cleansed. Kind of goes with judgment begins at the house of the Lord. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as it had been slain. The only reason he was open the book was because he had already been slain. He already shed blood at Calvary. Having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth into all the earth. And he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne, talking about the power of God. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. Oh, think about this song they're singing in heaven. They sang a new song. Thou art worthy to take the book. I wonder how that angelic choir sings that song. Thou art worthy to take the book. And to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Thank God for the blood. Jesus is the only lamb worthy to open the book. His blood paid the price to write my name in the lamb's book of life. John 1 and 29, he said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Isaiah 53 prophesied about our Messiah, the Lamb of God. In Isaiah 53, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep had gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. Thank God for the Lamb. First Peter 1.18, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, as silver and gold from your vain conversation, but received by tradition from your fathers. But it was with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Oh, Jesus, thank you for shedding perfect blood. Thank you for becoming my lamb. The lion of the tribe of Judah is the lamb for sinners slain. The lion of the tribe of Judah is the lamb that shed his perfect blood at Calvary so that your name and my name could be written in the lamb's book of life. And Acts 20 and 28 says, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own 
uh, just before service, Brother Piercy was sharing a thought that came to him during the, the, the adult class this morning about the lamb and the blood. I said, you just remember that, about the lamb and the blood. Thank God for the blood. I'm thankful for the lamb that went to Calvary. I'm thankful for the blood that he shed so that I could repent of my sins, so I could be baptized in Jesus' name, and I could be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost so my name could be written in his book. So I could be remembered in glory. Romans 5 and 8, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. John 10, I am come that you might, that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He said on, in verse 11, he said, I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. John 3.16, perhaps the most quoted scripture, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Can I tell you this morning, if your name is not written in the Lamb's book of life, you will not inherit eternal or everlasting life. If your name is not written in the Lamb's book of life, you will not inherit everlasting life, but in turn you will inherit everlasting damnation. I, I'm not trying to scare people to an altar this morning, but I am trying to instill a godly reverence. There was something in my spirit saying, God, I want my family to remember me, but most importantly, I've got to be remembered by the King of kings and the Lord of lords, by the Lamb for sinners slain. I've got to have my name in the Lamb's book of life. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, that you are not your own? For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. You see, the line of the tribe of Judah in Revelations 5 loosed the seven seals. Talking about end time judgment. It's complete and perfect judgment. Can I tell you, His blood is a complete blood. His blood paid my debt in full. Praise God. Revelations 1 and 5, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, who unto him, or unto him that loveth us, and washed us, washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God. And his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And then Revelations 5 that I read just a moment ago in verse number 10. And hath made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. You see, when your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you become royalty. King's kid. Kings and priests and queens. The scriptures for that, I won't get into it all this morning. And we'll try to come to a close in just a moment. But when your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life, it's because you have been born into a royal family. You were born again, but this time you weren't born into poverty or you weren't born into the this life is talking about being, you were born into a spiritual kingdom. That's why we call each other brother and sister. We are king's kids. 
Do you realize who you are this morning? You are royalty. Your name's in the roll call. Your name's in the one ancestry.com that really matters. The Bible says that there is joy in heaven. Every time, get this, Jesus opens the book. I mentioned before I started preaching, there's something that needs to happen in heaven before we conclude service today. There's something that needs to happen. We live our life, sometimes we walk around and our mindset is, we, we want heaven to rejoice over what's going on down here. We want God to do something so that we can rejoice. But heaven is saying, you do something so heaven can rejoice. I wonder what mindset you what what mindset if you could change your mindset what might happen if you went around if we went around not you me I was we if we woke up every day saying I want to do something that pleases heaven I want to do something today that makes heaven rejoice I want to live a life in such a way that makes heaven take notice most of the time, let's be real, we live in a world, we're human. I know we're still human, we're in this life. And we want God, we want heaven to do something so we'll rejoice. Well, look what the Lord has done. We shout, woo, great. And five minutes later, you're having a hamburger and you forgot all about it. But what happens when heaven is rejoicing? Why don't you look what sister so-and-so did? Me thinking, man, you off your rocker this morning, Pastor. No, let me give you some scripture. Let's go to Luke 15. And he spake this parable, Jesus spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he finds it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and his neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. And I say unto you that likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repents. Every time somebody repents, heaven rejoices. Something needs to happen in heaven before you leave this morning. You need to make... You need to make sure your name is in the Lamb's book of life. You need to make sure you repent at an altar before you walk out those doors. You better make sure you're right with God. And let me tell you, when you do, heaven will rejoice. So, Pastor, you preaching some very pointed preaching this morning. This is what I feel. I'm, I don't care if I'm remembered by the fourth or fifth generation, but I've got to have my name in the Lamb's book of life. If this whole world forgets whoever I am and whatever I ever was, if God remembers me, then it's all gain. Jesus went on to talk about 
the lady with the coins, and he said, Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently until she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. Every time Jesus opens the book and writes someone's name in the Lamb's book of life, heaven is rejoicing. And our only hope this morning is to have our name written in the Lamb's book of life. It's to have our name written in the Lamb's book of remembrance. Colossians 1 and 5, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Our hope is in knowing our names in the Lamb's book of life. Whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. The only hope that you have and that I have. Is that our name. Is in the Lamb's book of life. Let's stand. I was referring last week, I think it was, was talking about Jesus on the cross and two thieves. The malefactors, one that was just in judgment and speaking in judgment. And the other one that cried out for mercy. The one that asked for mercy, he looked over at Jesus and he simply said, Remember me. When thou enterest into thy kingdom. Remember me. I'm sorry. You know there's a whole. He was saying a whole lot. And just remember me. Remember. One definition is to put back together. Lord would you remember me. Would you write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Jesus looked at that man and he said, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. I want to be remembered. Brother McGee, I remember your father. I remember your mother. There's some here today that on the, never had the privilege of getting to know them. Soft heart, kind, praying people. I don't know if your dad ever got angry. If he did, I, he probably did, but I don't know that I ever saw that. Truly a gentle giant. But I don't know that there will be very many people if God tarries for too long that will even remember Arnold McGee. But that doesn't matter. I, for a second, I started to feel bad for myself. 
Maybe it's because I'm 51. I'm getting a little older, Brother Josh. You're not 50 yet, so you may not understand this. Not too far behind me. Can I say, Brother Whistler, I was, if, if I could describe it, it was almost a spirit of melanch a melancholy kind of spirit. It's like, am I even, Mom, am I even going to be remembered? If something happened to me, God forbid, but if something happened to me at one and three and a half, ten years down the road, they may not even remember how much I loved them. And I was, that's kind of a depressing. You can, you can have depressing thoughts and not get depressed. And I was feeling a little melancholy. I'm just going to be real. I want to be remembered. I remember Elder Brother Piercy, your father. He had that booming, low preacher voice. Praise God. As good as I could do. Kind. Your parents were kind people. But there's, there's some, even in your family, some of your grandkids that never have the privilege getting to know them and after generation after generation after generation some of us will never be remembered even by our own ancestors or descendants I should say and as much as I want to be remembered by my those that I love those that I care about so deeply I'm a grandpa I can say that I care about my grandsons my kids, my beautiful girls, my pretty cool son-in-law and soon-to-be son-in-law. As much as I love them and care about them and want to be remembered by them, really the only thing that matters is that I'm remembered by God. And if He remembers me, <laughs> if my name's written in the Lamb's book of life, That's the only thing that matters. And I didn't preach with eloquence this morning. I'm sure others could preach this so much better than I could. But I really feel this morning that somebody wants to be remembered. Somebody wants God to remember them. And I don't want to scare people, but I'm going to tell somebody right now. God will not remember sin when it's all said and done. I don't have time to, go to preach this, but God, there's not going to be no pain, no sorrow, no suffering over there. And there's not going to be sin over there. And God's going to put all that out of His mind. And anyone that is associated with that, I don't know how He does it, but He's going to do it. He will cease to remember. But He will remember everyone that is in His book. And I want to tell somebody, you're still breathing. You, he hasn't forgotten you yet. But if you die, and you're not right, and your name's not in the Lamb's book of life, not only will you cease to be remembered at some point by mankind, but at some point you will cease to be remembered by Him.
And that is the greatest tragedy. I want to be remembered by the Lord. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed this morning. I just wonder if it, because I, I know everyone here wants to be remembered in some form or some fashion, but I just wonder if there's anybody that wants to come to an altar, wants to come down and pray. Make sure you're right with God. Say, search me, O Lord. Search my heart as we heard about this morning. Creating me a clean heart. Renewing me a right spirit. God, I plead the blood again. He said, if you'll confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin. Maybe your name's been written, but I want to make sure my name stays written in the Lamb's book of life. I just wonder this morning if there's blessings that are coming, if there's anyone else that want to come and say, I want to make sure today. Jesus, I want to make sure everything is right. I'm going to repent. I'm going to plead the blood this morning. If there's anything wrong, search me, oh God. God, I want to be right with you. Renew me. Restore me. Revive me. God, I want my name written in the Lamb's book of life. And if there's just one person this morning, heaven will rejoice. That's why I said earlier, you need to have there's something that needs to happen in heaven before we leave today we need heaven to rejoice we need to repent of our sin we need to call out the name call on the name that's above every name this morning